This is Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And tonight we've got the End of the Badlands. This is Season 3, Episode 4. The Blind Cannibal Assassins. I almost call them Campbell's Assassins. And, you know, like SpaghettiOs or oh, whatever. Campbell's? That, that, that's the soup. Yeah, I know. That would been terrible. <laughs> um, all right, Cash. You know, before what? the pod, you kind of disturbed me a little bit and said you struggled with some parts of this episode. Well, hold on. Like, we we got to talk about the title a little bit more. I, I mean, know we, that. We, we but have still, these whole things. Yeah, I'm still blinded that you struggle with a few parts. Well, well but, done. Uh, that the episode overall, to me, was a top three. You, you called it a top three, and I, I finished watching it, and I, I texted you. I was like, this was, on, a, this was a bad episode. Not, not on the same page of me yeah. this episode, huh? And then you texted me back that top three, and I had that little awkward give, like, ooh. <laughs> so we've See, had a little debate before. I'm, I'm honing cash in. I'm reeling yeah. them in. I was excited. You know, I was ready. I was like. It's like a swordfish you've been working with for six hours, and he's finally got tired, and I'm reeling him in. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. Cash is coming around, okay? Um, okay. But, yeah. uh, all right, back to the title. Um uh, Blind Cannibal Assassins. This is one of the first titles that's actually on point. Yeah, of, made perfect okay, sense. This is pretty much it. Yeah. I mean. uh, we didn't have any references of a leopard or raven or anything. Um, you know, it could have been a fi- you know something yeah. that was naturally blind. You know, uh, I don't I can't think of an animal off the top of my head that's bats? naturally blind. Or, or bats naturally blind or close. Uh, I guess, you know. Um, well, well for, for the purpose of this segment, we will call bats naturally blind. Please do not attack us if they are not. <laughs> yeah, really. If you do want to, remember, we are on Twitter and Facebook and do point all your negative comments towards cash. Or at Bleed TV Podcast. You know, <laughs> let all of us feel the love. Make sure we all get it nice and loud. Absolutely. And absolutely. Uh, hashtag it with Where's Waldo, if you would. Yes, that is going to be our new hashtag from now on um, because we're tired of not seeing Stephen Lang on television. I will not accept his younger version only. No. I need to see the Although real he does look like deal. a splitting image of him. Yes, there is no doubt. And because Stephen Lang is amazing. And, uh, you know, Where's Waldo is our hope and prayer that we get to see him again soon. So please, everyone, join us in Where's Waldo. Yeah, that is the new hashtag. So, um, But yeah, uh, not really the coolest title name no. we've ever had and stuff. Kind of a letdown. I like the mystery. I, I like rating them. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> this is one show where, like, the titles of the, na- titles of the episodes are always... Either intriguing, questionable, or blunt. Yeah. Or it's up there with Game of Thrones. Like it kind <laughs> of paints the title for the episode and everything. It's ambiguous because it could be two or three different people, and you're just letting it go. You're excited you, to see where it's going to take you. You really just don't put these three words together typically. Yes, blind, cannibal, and assassins. So, and I didn't see them being assassins by the end of this episode. I, I didn't see that either. To me, it's hunting and gathering yes. in their own unique way. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, you know, not going to beat it to death. And uh, then because uh, I absolutely loved the episode, mainly, and the reason I loved it because I'll put it out there. My post was, "Who needs dialogue when you have forty minutes of nonstop action?" And the reality of it is, is that I don't remember a whole lot of things being said other than a few things of what Sonny said to, you know, Baji. blinds and the blind folks and Bajis like that. Other than that, all I focused on is one awesome fight scene after another, after another, after another, after another. And some of the longest lasting fight scenes in the entire episode or series felt like we're in this episode, you know, in this one, one this episode overall. And so... 
I really just, you know, sometimes you just need a great kick-ass episode. And this was it. It was literally that. It was a kick-ass episode in in the terms of fighting. Right. And the only downside to this episode in kick-ass is that I really wanted to see a couple characters that I love be a part of the kick-ass. I was really missing a Tilda fight scene. I was missing Tilda. I, and we had Moon in this character, and we didn't get to see him in any, in any action. No, and we had His the perfect set action. Yeah, it did. But not him. <laughs> and so, don't get me wrong, we've been heavy Moon, and so that's pretty awesome. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm sure he'll make up for it very yes. shortly. I have no doubt. Oh, especially since, we'll he, deliver, especially since he's got a sword back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he's going to be making it, up for it pretty quickly. He's quick got there. a hand and a sword. It's yeah. all. Um, oh, and so, the, again, shout out to Giovanni Lapari, the uh, costume designer. Dude's crushing it. I don't know how he comes up with some of these, but these blind cannibals look phenomenal. They do, man. Uh, the, the set piece for everything that's on this place. I mean, let's just go ahead and dive right into this. Okay, Sonny and Baji show up and we meet. Well, I mean, it starts off. Do we want to start where the episode starts off and kind of get that out of the way or save that for. Nah, let's just talk about okay. the blind folks. So you, we went right into those blind guys. You know, they show up at this situation. They're having conversation with this guy who's blind, and I'm like, okay, this is the first interpretation of the blind. Um, you know, just a guy with his eyes are blued mm-hmm. out. He's kind of a charismatic character. I struggle with the idea of, hey, just sit down, need company, here's some food. Um, to me, if you're out here in the wastelands of Badlands and this and that or so on, and there's somebody sitting there blind who is evidently, what well, I would imagine, alone, has his own little tent, yeah. willing to share food. This is set up. Written all over it. I'm definitely going to be smelling my food or something before I just blindly eat it. Where did he get his food from? Because what was the source in his food? Do you trust this blind fellow is cooking this food? There's so many variables here. Oh, no. Considering the location you're in. Wait, do you think they ate human? Because now that I'm thinking about it, they said that hunting is scarce and everything. We're talking not clam chowder. Human chowder, you know, thigh chowder, whatever Bro you want to chowder. Call it. Okay. Um, oh man, so just to me now, and what kind of knockout agent? Because it's this massive bottle that he's trying to like hide and conceal. He's a, a glurp, 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 glurp. That should right. be enough for Baji. Okay, yeah, that that's a struggle. Here, here's another struggle I have. Okay, and I want to get my little little pit, you know, tick, you know, nitpicks out of this situation now. They drug him and only take the child. Yes. And they, they leave Sonny and Baji them. there. They don't tie him up. Like that. They don't even kidnap Moon him. Moon shows up later and then he's shackled and brought in. Which also, how do you shackle a one-handed man? It's a great question. Um, especially when you've taken his hand off. Yes. Um, so, so I've got nothing. Like, yeah, I got, yeah, I'm struggling here. Um, so little things there kind of didn't match. So I was kind of like, eh. Okay, and were we supposed to believe they have the gift? Because all of their eyes were pitch black. No, that was just that's how their effects person made it look like their eyes had been gouged out with a sword or knife. I I don't know how your eyes, are, but I'm pretty sure if you get stabbed through the eye hole with a knife, you don't still have perfect circles with black eyes. I'm I'm with you. Um, to me, I struggle with this, but. Here's the other thing, is that they show you take, have a hot poker Yes. to remove your eyes. Now, I could see if somebody stuck a hot poker, you would have that burned circular yes. shape into your eye. But 
You they also see. show a Sonny talking about the flashback that he was the person who helped took in their eyes, and it showed him taking it by a dagger in the eye. Now, if you got stabbed in the eye, that doesn't affect your eyelids. No. Don't get me wrong. Now, if you're closing your eyes before you get stabbed, yes, you'll have a scar, but a that wound skin, in your eyelid. I would think would just read. You would just look like your eyes are closed. Yeah. Or if you did open your eyes, it would just be, you know, hollow, or your eye would be scarred, or whatever. So I don't know. To me, their the way their makeup or their special effects made it look like they all had the, the hot poker to their eyes, but that's not what they showed that happened to the people. Yeah. So there was inconsistency with that. But and then it's also why are you continuously taking out everybody's eyes? Why punish other folks for what happened to yeah. you? And why do you still have so much light coming through this underground cave? You know, I mean, that, that that was the stuff that made the episode bad to me, was I just couldn't fully Light, immerse lighting myself. Lighting didn't bother me because the set pieces were so cool. You had to have something for them to be able to see and show. And I think that's what, you know, it goes back to your, you know, your costume director, but also yeah. your set master and all the other people like that. And so I thought that was epic. Um, so, but the eye thing, it just, yeah, it, it looked like that was the effect of a hot poker hitting your eyes. Yes, it did. Not somebody being stabbed in the eye. With, so with that was inconsistent. Bowie knife going through. Yeah. Um, so yes, that was inconsistent. But I was able to overlook it because again, yeah. Every five seconds, we were into a really cool fight scene. Um, again, when we get down there now. One so, other thing: Did you notice that they were suddenly surrounded yes. once they figured out where they were and who they we are? We need to go. Everything and within what they were seven literally seconds? surrounded by nine people. With swords at them in every direction. Yeah, at the throat, at the like all over the body. I struggled with the idea that they were able to be completely surrounded like that. Cool scenes, yes. with all the swords going in every direction. I struggled with that. Again, rule of cool. Yeah. With this episode, you know, the episode and the series uh, brings that into par. You see, I didn't struggle with it at the beginning because we had the black eyes and everything. So I, I was thinking they had the gift, and then I mean they only took Henry, so I was like, boom, we're after the gift. But then as soon as we got the flashback, I was like, whoa, I've got a huge problem with this. Right. Um, So a lot of details come into this situation. We find a maternity ward. We find out Baji's scared of the dark. Have you ever seen like a baby fetus in a jar? Not personally, no. Okay. So at my college, we actually had baby fetuses in a jar. Someone actually stole one of them. They're actually very expensive, believe it or not. I wonder why. Yeah, it was like ten grand, but that's besides the point. I actually got to arrest the guy, too. Cool story. But super freaky. Uh, yeah. To just like, because we had them at different, like, three months, six months, nine. Like, they went all out for it for whatever reason. I couldn't tell you. These were very realistic. Now, I'm sure they actually had dolls and everything instead of the real thing, but I'm not saying they could have been the real thing because they looked legit so from everything that I've seen. For making person. it look like the real deal. Yes. Well okay. done. All right. I'll give you that. Um, we learn yeah. all that. And then we also see the scene where Sonny, like I said, he pulls away and you see the armadillo and he realizes that he's at fault. We have this awesome scene of where's Walter? Yes. Um, as a younger man. Looks exactly how I would imagine a young Stephen Lang looking like. Dude, it was awesome. Now to me, it looked like I was hearing Stephen Lang's voice being audio dubbed over this actor when yeah. he was talking. Which, and if this is truly this actor's voice, 
just find every role that Stephen Lane did and apply for that same role. Yeah, I mean, uh, the guy was it just looked apart. Yes, I mean, very impressive. Um, and phenomenal, well done acting and everything. It I really love this serious tone that he was carrying. It really, it was just really like, was. If you don't do this, I'm doing it to you. And right. Sonny was like, sorry, people, it's your eyes or mine. And uh, yeah, really. I value sight. Yeah. Um, and then it's just like. The brutality, man. You, your loyalty to your uh, Baron should have been blind. So now you will be. I was like. Well done, wordplay. Yes. Well, well done. Bravo. Yeah. Before you think it's all good news, yes. Um, the, the writer's room had a lot of fun with this one. Yes, they did. They did. And see, that's the, these are the moments of the episode that I was just like salivating of how well things were done, how well written it was, how the actors were on point, the voiceovers, mm-hmm. the special effects of being stabbed in the eye. All that stuff was just money in the bank. Yes. You know, absolute money in the bank. Um. So again, they're captured. Moon shows up. It gets captured way too easy. Don't care okay. for it. And so the problem of, do you think there was a reason that they captured Moon but not Sunny and Baji? Because that's just weird. Maybe because he said, "I'm looking for two guys, you know, and a kid, and or something." But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's the inconsistent part that I struggled with. Um, when they get in there. They're made. They were. They're given an offer. You have a day to decide. Join us, or you know. But by joining us, you have to give up your sight or die and become a meal because there's hanging thighs that have been smoking everywhere. Yum. Yeah, oh man. Yum. Yum, can't, yum. Can't wait to jump into that jambalaya right there. You know. You know, like you know, out here, you know, food is poisoned and ruined, but one man's flesh can feed us for a month. And I was like, oh, maybe Baji, but I. I'm not seeing Sonny Baji over here. is at least yes. a three-month meal. I mean, nothing against Nick Frost. He's just a healthy guy. Yeah. You know? Sonny, maybe a week and a half. <laughs> Tops. Easy. A lot of muscle. <laughs> Come on, give Daniel Will some credit. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so anyway, of course, they're like, by joining you, you know, I'm basically saying screw you to my son. That's not an option. And everything else, and they devised the plan of using the moon's hand, which has darts and sword and all this other stuff. And here's where I have a little bit of a problem. All right, dazzle me with your problems. These blind—they're they're blind, right? What happens when you lose one sense? Your, your other sense amplify the others. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be anything drastic, but I mean, you're definitely going to have better hearing. You tell me you don't hear this metal table smashing into the ground with this metal hand clinking all over. <laughs> and you don't hey, come running in. They could have been on the other side of this mental ward. Oh, yeah, with echoes everywhere, huh? Uh, you never know. Okay. You, you never know. I didn't have a huge problem. I know where you're going with that. Yes, I get it. Da, 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 da. Um, again, this is where I'd prefer Moon not to have been captured. I would have loved the Moon to come in there and cleaned up to get to him. Yeah. And then released him so he could have his fight of honor and then find a way for them to have saved him or earned a way to go outside where they got the scene we got. And I think that was my problem. They just didn't utilize Moon correctly in this episode. Yeah, to me, like it would have been really cool if he was in the mix of the fight. But I understand why they didn't. I guess it was just me being a fan of Sherman Augustus and Moon's character that you wanted him exactly. and I think to that's be probably- in the fight. You know, because to me, think about every fight that he's been in. 
it, he borderline dominates it minus the widow. Yeah, you know. I mean, it, and every one of his fights has been at least a top ten, if not a top five fight of the series. Right, and then then just using that that mitt of his for everything. You know. Oh man, he's gotten so creative with it. Perfectly. Right. So that is where I guess I'm just more like I wanted him in it. Yeah. Um, again, it's a really cool fight scene. I love how they did do some stealth stuff. Well, and like before, like. <laughs> I'm the reason you're here. I'm the little kid that was there and stabbed your eyes. Boshi's, dude. Why are you going to tell the truth, man? Like, you think that was this, is, this was the time to tell him I that? Know. Yes. Like, While we're chained? Idiot. Uh, the reason you're blind is me. Yeah. While we're shackled and they're considering killing us. Uh, well, I guess. So is, dinner's at five? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> uh, I'll join now. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I'm with but I really feel like that was for humor. Right? Oh, it was definitely you know, don't get me wrong, because you're supposed to be sentimental, and yes, it's my fault you're blind, and hindsight, you know, 2020, and all that kind of stuff like that. But I think that the whole line was truly to get Nick Frost, yeah. Baji look like, dude, you're an idiot. <laughs> How dumb can you be? Right. And I mean, it was perfect for that. Like, I absolutely loved that. Like the yes. comedy in this episode, top on notch. Point. It was on point. So I'll give him that. But yeah, like you said, in. We have a lot of cool stealth stuff. Yeah, like I love, like I love that the show made the point of showing them drag the swords across mm-hmm. the walls to for show echo where they amplification are, and everything, know, all that stuff. I thought that was cool. You noticed their outfits; they were all white and had you know kind of furry gray, but still mm-hmm. looked disheveled, like they were homemade. And um, I love that the the set pieces were really cool. It looked like an old hospital that had been ran down and fall apart. But like I said, they, they're killing them slowly and they're realizing the sounds aren't matching and they turn around to fight. The fight scenes are good. I love that they actually get some licks in, you know, like, oh, yeah. you know, Baji takes a good heat and so does Sonny. And- Baji's finishing move was like a Mortal Kombat finisher I had been waiting on that I didn't oh even God. know I needed in my life. It was like truffle shuffle slam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only thing missing oh, is man, him he lifting his done, shirt like, up. A little jiggle beforehand. Yeah, if, uh, if he had lifted his shirt up before he landed or something, it pointed uh, at the camera for the people's elbow or something. Yes. Um, oh my smell god! Smell what the rocks cooking. Um, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I was laughing my ass off. Yes, and then it wasn't even the full belly flop. No, he gave him the disrespect of the booty flop, like the back. Yeah, everything to me. You know, some people can look at this as an insult to Nick Frost is that, you know, are you saying that he's heavy enough by this making this move that it crushes people enough to spit up blood? No, but I, You know I, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm a big guy, you're a big guy, and if you jumped on me with something in between us that was hard, I don't think it, you, your body weight or even momentum from a three-foot jump would cause my ribs to crush or penetrate Come on. Whoa, my whoa, lungs whoa, whoa. and ca- aspirate blood. Put some respect on Nick Frost. I was at least three foot three. All right, you know, we were getting a piece of paper underneath. I mean, that. I, you know, to me, I'm a realist and detail. Rule of cool was great yeah. and everything. Them spitting up blood like they were killed or crushed, maybe a hair too far. Now, if that bed frame or whatever that was had some it, spikes or something, yeah, it had some sharp ends where they got, you know, they were perforated, yeah, or something. Okay, now we're talking. But just that a, body weight crushing you and everything. That body weight crush, especially when there's two people to absorb it. Yeah, and spread out and everything. I uh, just, I, I, I was, I just laughed more. I guess that's why I overlooked that. Uh, really wasn't crushing yeah. <laughs> enough to be spitting up blood. Probably not, but the creativity behind it and yes. everything, like you said, the rule of cool overrode it in the moment Absolutely. and that's what's important. Absolutely, and that's why I said I still enjoyed it. Yeah, even though it's like, yeah, no, but yeah, it was still enjoyable. 
a cool fight scenes, the whole nine yards, and they end up saving Moon. Um, yeah, I love like when they're getting ready to sleep. So if when I unchain you, what's going to happen? We're going to fight till the, one of us dies. I'm going to come back for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like you said, we go hang, unchain them and everything. <laughs> yeah. And they get outside and Moon's ready. He's ready. I gave you my answer, you know. Yeah. And uh, has a sword and he chunks it. And um, Moon lifts the sword up like, ah, and stops. And, you know, in your honor, but I won't deprive your child of a father as of mine has been depriving. And, uh, and I was all right yeah, with that. I was okay know? with it. I, I was a little sad that Moon kept the sword. Yeah, you know, know he's been I'm, rocking it. I'm excited to see what he does with it again, obviously. But I was like, Man, I know Sonny could probably use a weapon right about now, and he's done work with the sword. Well, my question now is, is what's Moon's motivation going to be? You know, he's on the other side of the, the war. Yeah. Because he's driving his Oldsmobile all the way over there. And, I mean... Maybe he just goes right back into being a clipper. Like maybe he, so. Maybe he didn't think he wanted to be it anymore, but now that... I mean, like to me, his mission accomplished. Yeah. got to the guy... I'm not doing my thing. Okay, now what? Because, I mean, he told Widow, like, what, as soon as I get Sunny, then I'm done. And she's like, that's fine by me. So, yeah. So, I mean, technically, he can walk away. And, technically. But he didn't make it seem like he, he made it seem like he's still wanting to be this clipper. Like he wants True. to go back at it. True. Now, in the very beginning of the episode, we get to meet a new character. And this is what? Is this Lewis Tan? That's his uh, name? I believe so. Right. Um, yeah, Lewis Tan. Lewis Tan. I want to make sure I had that right. And this is uh, Chow, the brother. Um, and they divulge that this is a brother-sister and the mother who is in ill shape. Mm-hmm. And this is at what? White Bone Manor or? I believe so. Something of that nature. Um and they've got him in prison because evidently he's anti-chow, anti-war, anti... He's basically turned into the... He's the Lydia of the widow camp. You know, of I take refugees, I'm trying to go freedom, we're not into war. He just happens to also be the Sonny of the camp Yeah, as well. yeah. He's Sonny and Lydia combined, you know, in some unique way. Um, so he's new Sonny. Yeah, new Sonny. Um, so I mean, phenomenal. He, like, this entrance and everything... Him just slow practicing some form of martial arts. And they kind of explained that he's been in there a long time. Yes. Absolutely um, shredded. Yes. The guy's got some skills, got the look. Um, so they want him to become an assassin to kill um, Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Yes. Um, and to convince him, they take him outside and they've got like nine cogs. And the ice one. I mean, not easy or pretty either. I'm no. talking arrow through the face, your toast kind of situation. And she's like, "Do I need to take another one out?" Right. <laughs> and basically, is like you and your men. I need you, you know, to assassinate the pilgrim. That's the scenario. There, we get a little tidbit that the mother is evidently very ill on her deathbed, um, and so him and his crew send out. Now they all look like a really badass little group of ninjas. Um, you know, Phenomenal. black suits, yeah. the whole nine yards. MK is walking through the woods, uh, sees him going by, well, he's M- scared yeah. to day, death. Well, of- MK and Tilda, like they have their little tidbit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Odessa's like, this is the only person that cares about you. Yes, I remember that. You yeah. know, maybe you should listen to her. 
And <laughs> Odessa. That's another, somebody else put a picture up there. You know how people say, if you die, we riot? Yeah. And they put a picture of her up and they said, you die, we celebrate. You know? <laughs> I was like, damn, man. That like, no, no love for her, but I mean, I, I, might, I might pop a firework or two. It's for the dry. Cheers. <laughs> and, um, but, but yeah, like you said, you know, she's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of lost at the Tilda thing. Like, well, I'm not a fan of the MK thing right now. Yeah. To me, he just got his power back and all of a sudden he's Billy badass and, but he can't turn his power on by getting cut. We're not consistently knowing how he turns it on and he's scared to death by this tree, you know, after Tilda him, tried to tell him no, but he's still going to go anyway that he's got a severe wound. He needs to heal. No. Yeah. And, but he's sitting on this tree and he's looking at his wound. It's still open, bleeding badly. And he's scared of these people. But if he's got his powers, he shouldn't be really scared of anybody. So there was a little inconsistency there. I uh, just don't want him to go in after Sonny. I don't yeah, see the point me, of that, it. Like, like, do we really going to see where that goes? I mean, I, I, really, I mean, come on. I don't have any belief that he's going to kill Sonny. And I don't have any belief he'll kill MK. Yeah. So I, I, I just don't see the it's point. It's a futile storyline. Yeah. It's very futile. Um, Again, the widow and Lydia decide to go meet Pilgrim because there's a bunch of flyers everywhere. Well, I mean, we get another. I I, I, I love every time we get a shot of this poppy field because it just looks like <laughs> these flowers. They just look phenomenal. Like they're so bright red and everything. We always get like a sea of it. Looks great. The, well, the landscapes. I mean, even when they're going to meet the blind people, they have these mountainous areas and so just, on. I mean, like this is a show that truly makes. If like I you said, would, if I was a camera guy or somebody who was working on set, this is a show I'd like to be at just to be able to see all these on location places. Oh my god, it'd be epic. I believe they're what in Belfast or something. Uh, or Dublin, maybe. I know. Dublin I'm pretty area, sure. Are they trained in Ireland? Different things of that nature. So you know. But yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool. So I mean, we have pilgrims apparently. Do you think he has people on the outside carrying them, carrying these flyers and stuff? Or I mean, it doesn't really matter. But they've got a map leading us to Azra. Correct. Or what well, is their perceived future Azra? Yes. So Widow and Lydia show up. There's a like a five person security detail, you know, that brings them over on the boat. Um, they go inside, and of course they show, uh, you know, Lewis Tan and his little crew uh, follow behind, yep. popping up out of the water. And I initially thought that they were Widow's people, and she was just kind of like setting a trap and everything. But very soon after, I was like, oh no, that's yeah, obviously no, it was pretty well. They come out, arrow these jokers to death. Pretty cool effect too, for them all to come out the water like they did. And just smoke them one by one. Yeah, with like little uh, blow darts, I guess. No, it was like crossbows. Okay. It was crossbows. So when they go inside, Widow uh, gets to meet Pilgrim. Um, Lydia gets to meet, you know, their high priestess. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is... Which one? This is one of the the, the two dark eyes. Caster and Nyx. Caster. Yeah, Nyx. Nyx, Caster's the guy. Nyx is the girl. Nyx has left because she leaves the same time Widow comes up. And she's got that, um, like the Ghostbusters box. Yes. That can can find dark ones. And Widow sees it and knows what that is. Mm -hmm. And that was a cool little scene there. Uh, So when he comes in, of course, they're having conversations and making small talk. And Chow and his crew are coming in and cleaning out folks one by one. And they set up up top. Now, the only thing I had is, is that why was there not water dripping everywhere? Because they literally just got out of the lake. Water, yeah. <laughs> but, okay. We can, I digress. Well, yeah, I'll get past that. Yeah, I'll get past it. So, they all line up. And so, they fire a single arrow. Mm-hmm. Why a single? I don't know. 
To me, especially since one, you take the time to line up like one that, get, let's lose. You all lose. I would think they would all start firing. Cool shot of Widow pulling a knife out and able to deflect it away perfectly. Yeah, I, mean, I thought I, that was pretty sweet. As soon as I said, "Oh, that's awesome," but wait a minute, why did Pilgrim not? Yeah, sense this. Why was that? Where was his spidey senses here? That something was off or so on or da da da. da you know, it's all, but I, I got over it quickly because the next ensuing battle. Yeah, was. Awesome. And then we immediately get, like, what, everyone firing? Everybody's firing. Pilgrim yeah. pops up and grabs a two-by-four, stops an arrow before it hits high priestess. Uh, and see, that's what I had a problem with, because that looked very... It was slow, slow play. Mo- yeah. It was slow play. And I was just like, like man. Me, do a scene where he kicks the board up, grabs it, and is able to get it there just yeah. in time. Instead of him actually leaning over, picking it up without proper form, he did not yeah. use his knees. Nothing. It was all back. This is like your Lowe's and Home Depot instructional video of what not to do when picking up yeah, lumber. For the love of God, people, like bend down, really? use your knees, proper everything. knees and technique. Um, you know, this is where you use your quads, not your back. Maybe Talk. not your quads. Kind of, kind of injured mind today, so like you know, like, <laughs> leave that. I can't out. help it if you're a wuss. But yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> the only player I know who gets hurt playing frisbee golf. Anyway. Whoa, 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 ultimate frisbee. Put some respect on it. That's <laughs> running. You know, it's like soccer. Okay, I'm not gonna downplay. Yeah, I, I can't put respect <laughs> on something called ultimate frisbee. Yes, okay, that, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Okay. Anyway, uh, um, yes, I did think yeah. the little picking up the board was slow play, but the fight scenes that followed after it, 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 it pretty it, much clears it up. But it was they just were like, well man. choreographed. Um, they were pretty good. They, I think, they were a little heavy on the dual contact. Like there were several times when like they would do a move and hit two people at the same time, yeah. And they did that kind of repetitively. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. The worst thing I could see in a movie, an action scene, is where is one guy's fighting one guy and the other guy's sitting there waiting. Yeah, they didn't and, do that. You know it, what I mean? At least they, everybody was actually attacking. <laughs> Very. This was like a Jackie Chan fight. Yes. Where you know, like you say, like he's just throwing out both fists and hitting two people constantly reacting. Yes. Constantly reacting, which is good because I mean, people, if you've ever watched Braveheart, there's a couple scenes where you see people fighting in the background during a major battle. But, of course, Mel Gibson's close to the camera. Oh, and yeah. says, but if you look in the background, you see people playing patty cake. Okay? In this <laughs> one, you don't have you know a guy fighting somebody with four people waiting their turn to get their ass beat by the main character. No. They're all engaged, which is what doing I really something. appreciate and enjoy. And I got to say, I love that Pilgrim doesn't have a weapon. Yes, like him fighting. Yeah, like him just being bear fist stronger. Like he is a bear of a man. He is a big fella. This was true. Well, you get to see his size comparison. Yes, in comparison to a lot of people. Um, Caster yeah. cuts his hand um, and just you know becomes you know dark eye. Mm-hmm. Does a cool little run up the side of the staircase. Well, that was Nix, wasn't it? That was the girl. No, Nix is gone. Remember, she left to go find MK. That's. Yeah, so you're right. Okay. So he goes up there and he's he's kicking ass and taking names, and it ends up leading to where it's him and Lewis Tan um, having a battle, um, and holds his own. He's able, you know, this is one of the first times you get to see the black guy who actually gets hit by a kick. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some different moves. The reason I love this fight scenario so so much is that the um, the sword play was so fast. Yes. There was a scene where Castor and Lewis Tan are exchanging swords back and forth. And, th- you know, trust me, but this was not fast forward. This was them going full speed and it, they ding, 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 and just that or so on. 
it was really, really impressive. I really appreciate this. I really love who your your fight choreograph, the sword play technique, yeah. all these things. The scene pulled off exceptionally well, and it just resonated with this episode because it wasn't shortly after you see the widow and her sword play with knife play was really cool. And I loved how the high priestess and Lydia had to dispatch one by okay. showing that they're not true fighters. Well, I had a problem with Lydia's. Because you're telling me she's stopping two full swords on a downswing with a dagger. Now, that one part, yes. But outside of that, like you said, yes. because like Lydia even... That was a that was a bridge too far where she's able to stop two like separate full, people yeah. at the same time. But it was followed up with her getting kicked over a couch exactly. brutally... To say, thank you. Yeah. Yes, she is not a fighter like the other ones. And yes, that's what would happen to her if she hasn't already been ran through with a ninja sword. Oh, yeah, but she's already dead twice over with two swords going through her chest. Yes. But so, like you said, like they re completely redeem it with everything. Because even when she does stab and kill the person, she has that shock like, whoa, I could do that? Wait, I just killed exactly. somebody? Like her acting, mm, phenomenal. It, it was on the point. You know, It really, really was. I really enjoyed that part. And, you know, like I said, Pilgrim, you know, doing what he did. And the fight scene lasting for almost four minutes. I mean, the that length is of this epic. thing, continuous. I was like, yeah, that is really, really cool and really, really done. Um, now, the, another little pet peeve, again, which I completely overlooked because I was just so, so excited about what I just saw was is that when it's all over, said, and done, Pilgrim accuses the widow of an assassination plot. Yeah. And to well, which. Well, right before, like, he. Uh, Caster is doing like his yes, eight just, minute long spitting dagger coming at Widow and Caster just like catches him. Well, Pilgrim just catches him oh, yeah. and says stop. Yeah, and Pilgrim catches him. does this kind of like mm, you know like a little vibration that mm -hmm. wakes him up. Peace be with you. Yeah. Really. Also with you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, uh, praise Jesus. You know. Um, but yes, that is true. It stops him. Yeah. Cool little effect. So it shows that he has the ability to stop a dark eye. At least once he knows, because I'm not true. fully confident to say true. he can do it with anyone. Could yet. be a clue that maybe he was an abbot. Yes. Or has learned from them. Because or he's a master like the other master, and that just shows there's more than one. Ooh, I didn't go down that route. You know, I was like thinking about the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, no, I like the, that. Um, because uh, abbots are the only ones we've seen be able to take the power away. Considering the way they talk, they've come through. They've had several dark eyes come and go. Yes. So you know, like they said, life expectancy is low and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, so then he accuses her of being an assassination plot, and she's like, "I just saved your life." And she goes, "Well, that might have been just to diverge and you know make me get trust and da da." -da. And for Lydia to go, oh, oh, wait a second, Chow's the only Chow, one who brown still she, brands. Yeah, still brands like that or so on, and just pulls on her face and has a brand on it. Did anybody else think this was a little too easy and convenient? Yeah, but at that point, like you said, during it, I was okay with it. Like, I thought about it. Then to I was me, just this like, seems like a, we're under a time crunch. Yeah. We got we to conclude this quickly. But, I mean, to even think that she was setting this trap and everything, I was just like, well, you did it, so maybe you could have uh, made me, like, owe you or something. I was like, dude. She shaved you by throwing a dagger at a spear or at a, a crossbow. There's easier ways to convince you that she was trying to save your exactly. life. Exactly. And another thing is that if you're talking to this person and she goes and pulls a dagger out and throws a knife and you don't even flinch. Yeah. 
Oh. Some people were on social media like, uh, Pilgrim, why didn't you just catch that knife? Or yeah, catch the bolt. Realize that, you know, holy crap, you throw that knife at me or different things. So there's a little bit of sketch on that for some people. They say it didn't bother me. I thought it was pretty freaking cool. Because when they're shooting arrows at her and she's just chopping them away, yep. it looked like the real deal. You see splintering wood and everything like that. So I really I appreciated all that. I really, really did. Um, but, I mean, you have, like, because the fight scenes, they were phenomenal. And the length of them, they just kept it rolling scene after scene and rolled with different characters. And I was like, man, this is why we are watching this show. And so that that does raise it a good bit. It really does. And then the last thing there is is that MK's walking around in the woods. Mm-hmm. Nick's is, you know, looking for him. And suddenly, out of nowhere, he takes a rock to the forehead. And then I was confused at first, like, why would Nick's hit him with a rock in the head? And then you kind of get the idea that there's this is a band of thieves or criminals or whatever or murderers mm-hmm. that have hit him. Um, and they're coming at him, but then she saves his ass. Yeah. Um, which was pretty cool because I love, because like, I love they showed the view through his eyes to where like, he's not a hundred percent conscious. He's, things are blurry and you see her dispatching these people right and left. And when he does finally does come clear, you see her walking out with blood and her eyes turn back to normal, mm-hmm. you know, and it's that really cool moment. Uh, and so like, am I seeing these two become close is God, a possibility? I hope not. God, I hope we don't. I mean, give we didn't even get the Tilda thing. No, like this would be like his eighth love interest <laughs> in, in the show at this point. So please do he not make. He is a man that is well desired. Look, I, that's fine. <laughs> we just don't need to be on screen every time, I guess. Like, yeah, I give you that. So like, just, this just is going to be interesting Tilda. to see where this goes as well. Yes. If he's going to get pulled into that. So new alliances are forming. You know, we can get together as long as you're not recruiting my people or you'll be dealt with. Threatens Pilgrim. I like that. Um, MK now is going to be in the, you know, the possession of Nyx, which means Pilgrim will get to meet him. And what are they going to do for him? I'm sure they'll heal him and teach him more of the art. And that's just going to make Widow backtrack on what she said to Pilgrim and be like, well, actually, I'm going to need that one. Right. And Pilgrim's going to be like, well, actually, no. To me, this is setting up to have a quite a big battle between two powerhouse people powerhouse little group because i'm interested to see widow fight pilgrim because he's kind of a quinn-esque like he's that brutal kind of fight style that we haven't had since quinn right and quinn was the only person who could really beat widow it was mostly just through brute strength so i'm interested to see if he kind of picks up a weapon whenever he has to fight widow for this right now the one thing we didn't talk about is is lewis tan loses the fight Yes. And gets stabbed nasty in the, through the, the shoulder blade out through his outermost peck. Yes. And falls like he's dead. But definitely not dead. Definitely not dead. Of course, he looks up and he's... Somehow got to get out of this place. He's, yeah, he's looks like he's out to escape. Um, and we are in an island museum, so I, I will be interested to see and how his we, swimming arm is not going to be very effective. No. Um, so, and uh, going underwater... You know? That doesn't seem like the best idea either. Hey, where'd he go? I don't know. Maybe we could follow this trail of blood yeah, to really, the other side. He just had a 12-inch blade go right through him. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, plus, he didn't achieve his goal. Does that mean he goes back to where he's from? I, I think he'll be able to go back, no problem. Um, so, 
he has the information that the widow has joined with him, which yeah. is going to make things that much harder for Chow. So, and he's going to be able to tell her that he he has people in his uh, group who have the gift. Or does Chow even know about the gift? Nah, unknown at this. Yes, time. that is unknown. Unknown at the time. So, I'm not real sure. And you know, that's kind of the episode. And I'm just. Uh, we we've opened a lot of doors that Man, I'm okay we have. With, and I'm ready like, to see them. To me, it's a bunch of big chess pieces, and certain people have different abilities and different things, and it's very curious how some people are aligning mm-hmm. and how some are not, and where it's going to go. Because somebody could be breaking alliances, right? And because we're having a list set up for this group versus this group, but Sonny's on his own thing over here. MK is going after Sonny, so it's yeah. going to be really cool to see how. They merge all that. The writing is going to make it where it all becomes a convergence. You yes. know what I mean? We're all meeting at the wall, you know, or whatever you want to call it. So um, I look forward to that. I really, really do. Um, but like I said, man, you know, guys, when when y'all think about this, what do y'all think? Um, you know, is the episode what's the other thing you thought? Um, dude, you know, we almost forgot. What? We got some potential exciting news coming down the We pipe. do have some. Um, so... There is a chance in the coming week or coming weeks. week or so, um, we have been in contact with the amazing uh, Sherman Augustus, aka Daniel Moon, and it is looking very, very close that he will be joining us on the podcast. Uh, I can't say how excited <laughs> I am. Uh, I told Cash we got uh, you know some communication even today. Um, things are looking like they line up. Everybody, fingers crossed. That we're able to get him on here. To me, he's been the highlight of this this new season. season. Absolutely, um, and I can't wait to hear what he's got to say uh, about you know the show himself, career, and everything. Because we really like to promote our actors. And so, feel free to send us a few questions. If yeah, able to I mean, get this guys, and let us know what you want to know. Hear absolutely. From him. So, I mean, like I said, we'll we should have something confirmed soon. When we do, we'll let you guys know. Um, and we're really looking forward to it. And we always like to include what the fans would like to know. Uh, if there's some really cool, unique questions, whatever, you know, don't, don't hesitate to hit us up at bleed TV podcast. We have a Gmail, bleed TV podcast, at Gmail. We're on Facebook. Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, we just got on Instagram, uh, something new. We're on YouTube, Spotify, you name it, any podcast, whatever. Um, and something that can help us guys, if you don't mind, is if you got an opportunity, if you see one of our posts, hit a like on it or share, share it. But also if you have an opportunity to go on iTunes and put a positive review on for our podcast, uh, it really helps us uh, go up the search engine and gives us more listeners to be able to promote more things and get more actors and different things mm-hmm. on the show. Uh, so anything you can do to help us is always greatly appreciated. But as for episode four, the blind cannibal assassins, we're going to call it a wrap. This is Bleed TV and I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And we'll see you guys next week. 